0: Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, one at a time. And my friends Jackie and Vanessa are here. Hi,
1: I'm Jackie Rodriguez. I am the
2: Ultimate Friends fan. And I'm Vanessa Martinez, and I'm the newbie in the
0: group. Alright, so we're gonna we're on episode number 12, the one with the dozen lasagnas. It premiered on January 12th, 1995, with 24 million viewers. Uh, we're also going to be joined with uh, a very special guest, entertainment reporter, Dana Devon, who covered the uh, cast back in the 90s. So she's got lots of great stories and uh, maybe even some uh, things she might not have, might not have, might should should have not done.
1: <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. That.
0: But First, Jackie, give us an overview of this episode.
1: So with the title, Monica makes a dozen lasagnas and she has to get rid of them so she hands them out to people. Now this is Rachel and Paolo break up because he made a pass at Phoebe. Chandler and Joey by the foosball table and Ross finds out the sex of him and Carol's baby.
0: Ooh, a lot happens in this episode. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I feel like really
2: confused as to the whole lasagna thing with the whole episode.
0: Like, like,
2: yeah, like I get it, you know, a dozen lasagnas, but I thought it would continue playing on throughout the entire episode. And I feel like it did Well, I don't yeah. understand
0: why she made 12 lasagnas to start with.
2: Maybe well, that's the whole thing of a coincidental thing, like you said, at the 12th episode. But still, I feel like
1: it could have played on more. It could have played on more. I think
0: it's kind of smart the way they do things, that they don't always explain everything. It's kind of like mm-hmm. a slice of life. Like, we just jump in, and Monica's made these things, and for some reason she's got 12 lasagnas left over. Yeah. So.
1: Well, she does, it does say that she's on the phone with her aunt when she, um, yeah, yeah, she was vegetarian or whatever. Yeah. And so what what was she supposed to do with 12 lasagnas? And then she goes, her aunt says something dirty. She goes, you kiss uncle Frank with that mouth. And she like says it in a New York accent. I'm like, where'd that come
0: from? (laughs) Very random.
1: Yeah. yeah, but the main thing that happens, I think, in this episode was Rachel and Paolo break up. He's done so. The Italiano is out. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just can't help
0: himself.
2: He can't yeah, help him. he's, he's, he's hitting on her friends, and it's not cool.
0: He full-on pass. I mean, that was more than just hitting on. That was full-on pass. Yeah, yeah. a so full-on pass. pass. He goes to get a massage from Phoebe and fills her up.
1: Yeah. No, I yeah. know. Not cool. And and then I love how, like, Phoebe tells Rachel how she um tells her about the cookies. Like, oh, these are the best cookies. And there's two things that I never lie, and my cookies are the best. <laughs> Have you ever had yeah. that,
0: um, one of your girlfriends' boyfriends hit on you? no.
1: Um, uh, I was a
2: high school boyfriend. I was warned by a friend. Um, anyways, long story short, my husband is great. So, <laughs> 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 yeah. But I mean, I mean, in high school, I don't, I don't know. I guess
1: <laughs> never happened to me, and I will. It will never happen. Hopefully, ever in my life with my gals. So,
0: what yeah. would you do if someone came? One of your girlfriends came and said your boyfriend or your husband. Hit on them,
1: Vanessa. You're married. I'm well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would. I don't know.
2: I guess I would be kind of shocked, like Rachel. Like, uh, like it was what you're telling me is true. But then also, I feel like if a friend had that courage and you know, this is what happened. You know, I'm putting our friendship on the line. Hopefully, you believe me to be what's true mm-hmm. instead of let mm-hmm. one guy come. You know, around. Granted, if you're different, it's married. Um, I I don't know what I would do that that's you know i asked my husband about it you know be like yeah. hey did this happen what did your you do
0: your husband's a good guy too
1: though. yeah yeah <laughs> I, don't I, don't,
0: know. I don't think rachel was really that surprised after no
1: that. i don't think there's a difference between like if it's a husband or a boyfriend and you yeah. know the kind of boyfriend that you're dating yeah. Player, yeah. yeah he's definitely a like machismo lover boy you know so i think she knew that Phoebe was telling the truth, you know? So I think there's a difference between if it's your husband or if it's the boyfriend. So I would take it to heart, you know, with Phoebe. She's very, she's never like done anything malicious. She doesn't have malicious bone in her body. So it's very um, genuine for her to tell Rachel and she did the right thing. And Rachel did the right thing. To, I mean, like, she even brought out. her
0: milk. Like- <laughs> Phoebe was very thoughtful about how she was going to do it. Mm-hmm. I have to set it all up that I don't lie. I make the best oatmeal raisin cookies in the world. Yeah. Here they are. And so, and then I love the confirmation that when Rachel says these are the best cookies she'll see, I don't lie.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she doesn't
0: lie. Mm-hmm. I, I also think that uh, I'm surprised there's not a friend's cookbook after this
2: that's true yeah. i mean with everything that monica is cooking you would and then
0: you gotta have phoebe's oatmeal raisin cookies lasagna, mm-hmm. the, the lasagnas you know, the grilled cheese and tomato soup
1: yeah. Well last year when they're celebrating the twenty fifth anniversary, because last year there's so many articles about Friends, so many celebrations for the anniversary that there's some websites that said, Here are all the recipes from Friends. So there's websites, but there's no cookbook. So that'd be good. Oh. There's there's websites to, you know, even later on, you know, when Rachel makes the cake for Thanksgiving in later seasons, it's like that. The layer cake. <laughs> this, I don't know Vanessa if you get all those references yes. no I don't sometimes some of the things
2: you say I'm like okay I haven't seen that yet but I will know what it means when I get there
1: yeah. so yeah this is just the first of many of the food stuff another
2: thing I thought was funny was how Chandler and Joey were shopping for a dining table but they settled for a
0: foosball table <laughs>
1: the iconic foosball table yes place. It's premiere. <laughs>
0: What's yeah, funny I about that is when they were shopping, it hit me. I'm like, "Oh, this is where the this is the this is the one where they buy the foosball table. That could have been the title."
1: Yes, it should have because that foosball table became so iconic in right. the rest of the series. Right. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's true. And I mean, it goes to show how, like you know, when you have your first apartment, living on your own for the first time, your furniture might not be exactly what it is. Thor, for instance instead of a dining table they got a foosball table so maybe mm-hmm. they'll eat
1: on it I don't know <laughs> they no, no,
0: they're gonna eat over the kitchen uh, he said oh we'll eat over the kitchen
1: sink you know? yeah. <laughs> and sometimes they you'll see throughout the series Vanessa sometimes you'll see them put plates on top of the foosball table like balancing them on there <laughs> oh that's funny
2: do they put chairs
1: around the foosball table too no no it's just kind of like they're well, well, things are happening. So, and I like how you know Monica, again. She's so competitive and she's very like type A. She goes in and she beats all of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, like, so it's two a.m. and we're, they're playing foosball. She's just like score, shut down, and they're all shut out. <laughs> you know? For
2: for question for both of you, when you guys got your first place, did you have any furniture that was kind of out of place or like unnecessary in a way?
1: Um. I remember my, my table was from a garage sale that my mom found <laughs> and it was circular and it was, yeah, I mean, we all kind of decorated, me and Cassie kind of decorated it like to kind of go together, kind of decided. I mean, I had a futon too. <laughs> Jason?
0: I don't think I had anything really that kind of just odd like that, but it was, it was definitely a collection of like some things I brought from my parents' house mm-hmm. things I found here. The this is I I was living in Memphis and there was a when right when casinos started opening in Mississippi, we went to the casino and I won four hundred dollars at a slot machine and I bought a sofa for that and I was so excited. Nice,
1: that's (laughs) cool. It is like a collection of things that you just find at random places.
2: Yeah, so when we first bought our house, granted, buying a house is not cheap. um, We didn't have any furniture. We were starting, you know, brand new. Um, So we had, my husband, the first thing he wanted to buy was the TV. So that was the only thing we had in the house. (laughs) And we had nowhere to sit. So we are like, hey, how are we going to make this work? So we grabbed in some lawn chairs from the backyard and put them (laughs) in the living room. So those were the temporary that was a temporary living area situation with the TV and the lawn chairs in That's the awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Did it right.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. And I like the conversation between Chandler and um, Joey when it breaks and they're like, should we get it together? Are we there yet? You know?
0: <laughs> What if we move out? What if you move out? And then Joey goes, wait, what are you, are you going to move out of it? Are you going to leave? me? Are you going to break up with me? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wonder who would keep the foosball table. Is that addressed in later episodes? Yes, it is. It's a dress. It's a dress in the series finale.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow.
1: (laughs) You'll have to wait, Vanessa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about uh, the one with a dozen lasagnas. and we are back talking about the 12th episode the one with the dozen lasagnas the 12th episode dozen the dozen you know number dozen Uh, this was a big pivotal episode in two ways you find out the gender of ross's baby and rachel and paolo break up this is a big episode for for ross right
1: yeah this is a huge episode for him but when he goes in to find out the sex of the baby um, he goes and visits Carol and Susan and they know and they agree. Like, is it what we thought it was? Or it is? And then they go, yes. And then he's like, no, I don't want to know. But then he gets tempted throughout the episode.
0: Well, he <laughs> wants to know because they know and then he feels, like, you know, he's having a FOMO moment.
1: Yeah, he's totally having a FOMO moment. And I like how throughout the episode, they're everybody knows. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I know. I know too. <laughs> he doesn't want to know. I, I think it's really sweet that he doesn't want to know.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's the one thing in life that, your surprise can't really be ruined unless if the nurse ruin the surprise for you. <laughs> Would you guys want to
0: know? I don't.
2: I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, um, my mom didn't. My mom says she didn't know what she was having. She said no. She's like usually, you know, when you have a baby, all they really need is just diapers and whatever clothes that they're gonna wear, they don't really need like the pink nursery or the blue nursery. If anything, they're sleeping with you for the first few months and then you can get everything ready. My mom said she wanted the excitement to build and
1: surprise, you know, (laughs) we're here. (laughs) I've had friends who have recently had um, babies and some of them, uh, one of them didn't know. And she was like, her her thing was, well in life you don't get many surprises so she wants to keep this a surprise. And the way that she decorated the nurseries, is is giraffes and animals and and kind of just like um not
0: pink pink or blue
1: blue. yeah not pink or blue but personally being the type a person i am i would like to know (laughs) monica (laughs) totally (laughs) and this is big for ross as well because paulo and rachel break up so is ross going to be able to swoop in is it too early what do you guys think (laughs)
2: when okay. you want someone you've got to go for it just take your chances and you know soup right in if she's you know hurting then he could come for her like he was trying to do
1: <laughs> he was it was so sweet but i love how rachel is like i'm giving up on men <laughs>
0: to him zone.
1: He's a very delicate man. (laughs) You have to tread lightly. Friend zone. It is bad. Yeah, he's so far into the friend zone. He doesn't. Was Chandler say you're so or Joey? You're so far into the friend zone. You don't even know where the line is. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And and Ross just loses. He's just like he's all excited for. He's consoling her. Like Chandler and Joey convince him. You got to swoop in. You got to do it and i love how she just shoots it down and cuz that's true after a bad breakup you just feel like depleted and sort of just dumb because he hit on her friend so he's like she's she just feels discouraged and she she just needed a break and i think it's cool that they did that because that's more realistic you know you don't i'm not the type of person to go straight from relationship to relationship you know well, so, the
0: rest is not going to be the rebound guy anyway even if she did get a rebound guy it's not going to be him
1: exactly exactly
0: so I thought it was interesting, you know, know, the exteriors. They went to New York and shot all those exteriors. Mm -hmm. But for this one, they had to go send a crew and shoot specifically because you see the clothes falling down.
1: Rachel got the clothes out of the window. Yes, I
0: thought that was good Yeah. Wow. (laughs) In the detail.
2: Did you guys also notice at the beginning of the episode how they were in Central Park, kind of uh, singing a song all together? Yeah. That song that they're singing at the beginning of the episode is actually the main theme of the tv series the odd couple and matthew perry started in the 2015 revival
1: oh, oh there you go i did
0: not know that was the. i i, I listened to it and i'm like what is this i feel like i know this song but it's mm-hmm. not it, it was uh i didn't know that the odd couple that's uh
2: yeah maybe that song got matthew perry the role <laughs> later,
1: <laughs> yeah. later on. It all comes full circle in the entertainment industry, it seems like. They all have connections to something, to somewhere. But um, I didn't know that song either, and I never watched the octuple, but and, until I looked it up, and I was, and then I recognized it. You know, It's like one of those recognizable themes at first, but then you put it together. It's like, oh, yeah.
0: So <laughs> then Ralph was starting another one. What was the next song you was starting?
1: I Dream of Jeannie. Oh
0: right. yeah. That one I didn't recognize. Yeah. <laughs> My mom are- used to
1: love that show. I should be like, look, I like the show. Watch it with me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're like, no, no, just one.
0: <laughs> Again, homage to classic iconic TV shows.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And this is also
2: the first time I noticed, because I always like to look in the pantry that Monica has and and Rachel and I always notice there's always stuff in there what kind of food they have and this, this is, I feel like the first time I noticed that Monica's pantry was semi clean with all this plates nicely stacked and all the cuts oh. nicely stacked. Um, so that was just one thing I noticed because I always like to look for what kind of food she has in her kitchen.
1: Because she's uh, a
2: chef.
0: <laughs> yeah. That open pantry style must have been very popular in the. In the 90s because even in carol and susan's apartment theirs is open too like that
2: but i feel like it's coming back so i've been watching a lot of hd tv and i'm seeing a lot of that style come back
0: do you like that mm.
2: i don't know see that's the thing i it would have to be very clean and i don't know if i would not um, the
1: with glass doors nope nope No, those (laughs) cabinets are made to hide things, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I would not like, because then it's just, you know, when you start having kids and a busy life, you're not going to have time to keep the plates in order, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So I don't, and I like the cleanliness of just straight cabinets. I I wouldn't do an open pantry like Monica or Carol and Susan. I wouldn't do that.
2: One thing that I thought was interesting was how Phoebe just randomly had the, th- the thermal of milk in her bag with her. Like, I'm wondering, what else does she have in her bag? Did she bring the milk just because of the cookies or does she always carry the milk with her?
1: Okay, so that idea I you will see in later episodes is um she just always has random stuff. There is a scene, I forget which season, but she has random, she's pulling out, somebody asks for gum and she pulls out random things out of her purse. And so I think that's like a going gag, maybe, you know, that the random thermos in her bag. That's <laughs> is funny. Like, is it like Mary Poppins magic carpet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like one of those, um, one of those skits. Uh, she pull. I think she pulls out a goldfish. So oh <laughs> well, that's, but that's later on. So I love Phoebe. She's just the way she always has a way to bring the conversations and console people in such a gentle beautiful way and that's what her soul is. She's just the gent- gentle, beautiful soul to to add to the group of friends.
0: Getting through the hard, difficult conversations, for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Alright, favorite lines?
1: Mine was during um, when Paulo and Rachel um, broke up and it was after Phoebe tells her about the past and then he goes, he's a big, disgusting pig man, but he was my pig man. How did I not see this? And that's so true because when you're in it, you don't see it like when you're in the relationship you don't see what other people are saying about your relationship or 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 is seeing something that you don't see. So it's ca- kind of like when you have blinders on, especially with a guy like Paolo because he's a Mr. Leverboy.
2: <laughs> Wait, let's talk about that breakup scene really quickly. How many times do you guys think they had to redo that shot with them throwing the clothes over the back? I don't, know, <laughs> I don't
1: know. So I've been, so when I went to New York City, and um, I've been to that building and and taken a picture outside of it. And it's 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 really like, it's really big. I mean, it looks not as big on TV, but when you go to it, you just look up and you see it. Yeah. It's pretty cool, but I don't know how many shots they did of that.
2: And do you think, would, would you do that if, you know, you broke up with your boyfriend and it was, you know, very dramatic?
1: No, I, I, my thing, my thing, when I argue and I break up, I give silence. (laughs)
0: i think it was testament to their relationship it was very fiery yes good and bad i'm sure they had epic romance and they also had epic fights
1: well rachel references the passion in her romance with Balo, um in later episodes when she gets together with Ross. Inside. I'm with
0: Ross, though. I'm I'm glad Rigatoni's gone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> or is he, she? I don't want him to come back. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Something uh, happening later. You see cool. butt. <laughs> if so,
2: Phoebe's going to have to make some more oatmeal raisin cookies. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> for sure.
1: <laughs>
2: but, I mean, my favorite line would have to be, um when Phoebe is talking about the oatmeal raisin cookies classic Phoebe where she says I don't make them a lot I don't think it's fair for the other cookies I thought
1: that was just so Phoebe and so funny
0: that's that's my favorite line too
1: she was prepared real for everything in her life
0: (laughs) all right we come back we have a very special guest uh entertainment reporter Dana Devon, who when friends was on she was at extra and has lots of inside stories inside scoop and maybe um, she may have snuck into one of the friends houses
1: I can't wait to hear about it. We're all about
3: that. All right. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at
1: CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.
0: All right, we're back. We've been discussing uh, episode number 12, the one with uh, with a dozen lasagnas. Funny episode, many food references. And we are joined, we have a very special guest today, entertainment reporter Dana Devon. Welcome. <gasps> You're now one of our friends. You were one of our friends before.
3: Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. I love friends. I love talking about friends. I, I've been talking about friends with Jackie. Jackie, you manifested yes. this, by the way. I am.
1: You just uh, right?
3: put this in the universe and it happened. I'm getting kidding. I know. It's weird, <laughs> so, right? Anna, you covered
0: all of the friends back in the heyday, you know, back in the, when it was, you know, 30 million people were watching every week What? Well, well, i guess explain to the the children here uh, <laughs> <That's not bad. laughs> what? what it was like and what that kind of friends
3: mania was like back in the
0: in the in the in the 90s
3: oh my god that's such a good question so i worked for the tv show extra for 10 years and it was in the heyday of friends like we were all still trying to do the jennifer aniston haircut you know with all the different brushes going all the different ways whatever and I mean, they were, the, they were the A-list of Hollywood. I mean, you couldn't touch them. Like it, it was almost impossible to get an interview with them. But over the years, I actually had an interview with all of them and even broke into one's house, but I'll get to <laughs> that later. But um, my favorite of all time was actually um, Jennifer Aniston had a movie coming out. And I can't remember which movie it was, but she was with Brad Pitt. And so we were all standing there and um, she was doing press and Brad Pitt was standing there. And so we called him over. And he came over, and I mean, we were all just like, stu- and by the way, we did this for a living. And he came over, we were so stunned, and he was so polite. He didn't want to do media because he didn't want to take away from her big moment. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really cool of him. But then she came over, you guys, and I I, I actually haven't had this very often, but I almost couldn't talk because she's so stunning in person. Like, so I got really close to her because I always, for some reason, wanted to smell her. <laughs> I know that's weird because I, I always thought she'd probably smell like the sun. And so I got really, really weirdly close to her. And then I got really close and I, cause I wanted to see her skin and she doesn't have any pores. Cause I was really thinking about if she had pores her eyes are so blue and she doesn't hardly wear any makeup and her skin is perfect. And I just like, I can't even tell you how much I love her. Like I love her so much, so much. You know, the, um, she did the, the most beautiful cover of people. Mm-hmm. And, um, they actually, we rent our house out for filming and that was actually in my house. So I kept trying to get to her. And the security would see me coming from like a mile away, and they would like block her. From Wait, you. so oh, you know. the industry,
0: she was in your house doing a photo shoot, and you couldn't get to her?
3: No, they wouldn't let me get to her. <laughs> I was like, right. I live here, and right. they weren't having it. They weren't having. It. And by the way, they wouldn't tell me it was her because they knew kind of what I do for a living, and they knew I would be doing exactly what I'm doing right now. That's so, a- but she's <laughs> stunning in person, even more stunning, I think, than she is um, in in on TV, and that's hard to do. Did she smell like the sun? She smelled clean and yummy. She didn't <laughs> smell like the sun. She smelled like 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 a breeze through a Hawaiian garden. Oh my god. Oh wow. Like yeah. a <laughs> she has skin that looks like if you touched it, it would be warm. You know what I mean? Like like you know when you lay out in the sun and then you touch her skin and it's warm. She is lit from within. I, I just I am absolutely I adore her. I adore I'd her. imagine it'd be like soft and dewy and just perfect.
2: It's <laughs>
3: like it's almost like a dolphin. It just would slide off. Like a oh dolphin. my god! Oh, yes. Well moisturized. <laughs> I love
1: <laughs> her so much.
0: Okay. I feel like and correct me on this if I'm wrong. But do you remember when celebrities started doing um, Botox, like on the armpits for red carpets, to so they wouldn't sweat on their dress? I feel like she was like the first to do that or the first to admit to doing that.
3: Is that right? you know, I don't remember that, but she, she has been really open about stuff. It's funny because I think um, she's also kind of um, gotten this mystique around her where she doesn't do a lot of media, but when she does do media, she's incredibly frank and honest. Like when she was at my house, they did an interview with her. And one of the things she admitted to loving was like um, plastic surgery, but more along the lines of lasers and things like that. So she's really open and honest. She just doesn't do a whole lot when she does it, but I think she is a friend to the needle. I think she's a friend to the laser and, but I think she looks better than, than anyone out there.
0: Yeah. And she, to your point too, she doesn't glam up. She's pretty natural even when she's on the red carpet at, you know, the Emmys or or whatever. Right.
3: Well, even her style, you guys, she will go on like Ellen and she'll wear like a white tank and ripped up jeans and like, not, I mean, she just, refi- she's just refined elegance and mm-hmm. style all in one package when she's on the, so, so a stylist told me one time that, that everything they love about Jennifer Aniston is when she shows up on the red carpet, you kind of know what she's going to look like. She's really honed her look over the years. And it's, it's like architectural style, simple, elegant, always kind of the same thing, but always a little bit different. I mean, she just kills it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's effortless. Very it's effortless. effortless. is
3: a yeah. great word. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah, I mean, hair.
2: I think if that for gone. me, I it would take me like three hours to get ready just for that look.
1: look <laughs> it's,
3: yeah. it's it's hard work to look effortless. It does. <laughs> and she does it perfectly. She, she really shows. does. She really does. <laughs> I just I, I can't say enough about her. She's one of my favorite actresses ever. Yeah. She's also very funny. You guys, did you know that she was um right before she got the job at friends, she was like in the finals or they offered her a job for SNL. So she, and I think she either chose between SNL or something happened, but she was like on that, that short list for a job at SNL right when she got friends, she clearly chose well because look what's happened, but she's actually so funny. She's got a very like dry wit to her Mm -hmm. and she's hilarious, which is another reason I like her.
0: Ask questions. Ask Dana. what, What, what do you always want to know about them?
3: I want to know.
1: Rosh swimmer or uh, Rash swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. David Schwimmer, This story that you have of, of bringing it to their house, like or not breaking in, but maybe you snuck in during an opening. I might
3: have looked in some drawers. Oh I my gosh! <laughs> <I tell. laughs> we'll get
2: to the drawers in a bit.
3: Okay, so um, so I uh, I have this friend that's in in real estate, and um, so I pretend like I'm interested in these houses that come up for sale, and she takes me in. Hoping that that I might like buy that house, which I I have no money, so I can't buy that house. But um we will go in these houses, and I've been in. Um, oh well, wait, wait, Jason, we were just talking about his name. I always blank on his Sean name. Hayes, you said yeah. What well, what did I say? Sean Hayes from. Uh, oh yeah, I've been in Sean Hayes's house. I've been in David Schwimmer's house. I've been in. There's some other houses too. Oh, I was in Antonio Banderas and Melanie Griffith's house, all pretending like I wanted to buy these. By the way, just for the sole purpose of getting in there and being weird. So I, I got into David Schwimmer's house and it's stunning, by the way, it's in like Hancock park and it's behind these big bushes. And I went in and I mean, I I saw his theater. I saw his kitchen. I pretended to use the bathroom and I went through his pill bottles. I mean, I looked in his drawers and I saw his pictures. I mean, he has a great house. He has an amazing theater. He has a guest house that would be like a perfect house for anybody else. He has a huge driveway, he, but yet in a weird way, it was very like um, subdued, even though it's a huge house, it wasn't really flashy. There weren't like a ton of like cars there. And um, and I I just, I kind of liked him even more just from what I saw. Was um, it recently
2: that you went into his house?
3: No, this is probably a few years ago. Um, he moved away from Hancock Park. I think he did felt like he wasn't getting enough security because he had bushes, but like it was still, you can kind of get to the house from the street and most celebrities have now moved to where there's some kind of a guarded enclave or like a restricted entry or like that's why i think a lot of celebs are moving out to calabasas and woodland hills because it's not just a free-for-all where you can walk off the street and get into their house i mean jennifer aniston had an issue with that in malibu people were walking up to her beach house so Mm -hmm. i think it's there they are such icons they've got to be dealing with that all the time Mm -hmm. what was in drawer number one of (laughs) socks and he had white and he had navy. He had actually really cool socks. He had but tons of socks, like was it color
2: coordinated, organized?
3: No, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I. You know what? I felt like I shouldn't steal. I felt like that's probably the not the. That's probably a line, yeah. I I was very tempted. My husband was like, "Stop it, Dan! Stop! Stop! Stop it! Stop!" Like horrified, horrified. Oh but my god! I know. I've done it to a lot of people. I do it all the time.
2: That's a fun hobby because my husband and I just, sometimes we drive around and kind of pretend we live in a ritzy part of town, but you're on
3: a whole nother level. You're (laughs) actually in those homes. Everyone's life is more interesting than mine. Like if we go to dinner, I'm always eavesdropping on everybody else. I make my husband shut up so I can listen to other people's conversations. So you never want to be be at dinner with me because I just make you be quiet so I can listen to them. Do You know who bought the house? David Schumer's house who lives you know, there now. I don't actually know who bought the house. Mm. Once I was done with it, I was done with it. Like I yeah. was like moved on. But will it's you, a great house.
0: Will you take us over there?
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my god, It's so nice. It's such a great house. You can look it up, by the way. Like all these you can kind of Google and see because there's like mm. house tours online. So you can see what I saw. So who was the nicest of the six friends you interviewed? I definitely obviously love Jennifer Aniston. You know, I actually did. a sh- Okay, when Joey went off and did Joey, the show, yeah. I was actually, I they, I was actually a, a played a reporter on his show. Oh. And um, the thing I love about Joey is Joey is Joey. That's who he is. Like, there was no casting involved. There was no acting involved. That's really who who exactly watching. who he is. <laughs> and I remember, I was so shocked because by then he'd kind of gotten, like, grayer hair. Mm-hmm. And I remember, because, you know, he will live, all of them will live forever in yeah, that... Time capsule. Mm. time capsule. Yeah, and And so when I saw him in real life and I saw him with like grayer hair, it just it took me a second. And I in some ways I do feel sorry for them because I so wanted him to be Joey, like full on Joey. Mm -hmm. And I bet they just get that all the time. And he was you know, he was slightly different in his in his other role. I mean, he was still Joey, but um, Mm -hmm. he was great. Actually, there was a reporter there that was sitting next to me that had a really, really long line and kept messing it up and messing it up and messing it up. And he was actually so cool to her and and just was like, hey, we got all day. Don't worry about it. Just take a deep breath. Do it. And getting to see how nice he was and, like, uh, you know, he's not a diva from what I saw. He was really cool. That was fun. Did you ever encounter any divas, like, out of, out, out of the six of them or no? Of the friends? God, no, I don't think so. Yeah. I really don't think so. Um, I I really think they're very I th- I think they were cast well because most of them are pretty mm-hmm. similar to their character like Phoebe when I met Phoebe um, she she you just want to go like I literally wanted to ask her if she wanted to go have a glass of wine and just mm-hmm. hang out and talk about her stretch marks or like you know just talk about <laughs> girl stuff or braid each other's hair or like she's just so puts off that vibe of non judgmental like friendly like open um, you just want to hang with her you just want to be with her you know, and, um, Monica, I call her Monica, um, Me too. Courtney, <laughs> Courtney, Courtney. So actually, so Courtney, I met her Courtney. She had come out and she had said she got Botox. Do you remember that? She was kind of like, mm-hmm. this yeah. kid, Gloves were starting to kind of admit. And it, I was really proud of her because back in the day I married to a plastic surgeon. So I kind of followed these back in the day. Um, all the celebrities would go, I tried Botox, but I hated it. I tried Botox, but I did it for headaches. Or I, she owned it. She was like, I've I've done Botox. So, and this is when I realized one of the things I realized how hard it is to be a star because I was in a on a red carpet, and so there were lines of people. Mm-hmm. And so I heard the first person ask her about it, and then the second person ask her about it, and then the third person asked her about it. So And I kind of felt sorry for her because once you open up to that, it's like you can't get away from it. Really. Talk about. That's all they wanted to talk about. So by the time she got to me, the publicist was like, don't ask her about Botox. And I go, you, you're you crazy because I can't let everybody else get that bite, and I can't mm-hmm. ask her about it now. But she was actually really cool, and then, and then she did kind of back away from it a little bit. But I was really proud of her for owning up to it because, t- trust me, everyone is doing it. Everyone, everyone is doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm proud of them when they say, when they own up to it and like, here's what
0: I'm doing. Big deal. Yeah. You talked about the, the casting of the show and and how it was. And and I think that is the reason it lasted for 10 years and they all stayed on the, on the show for so long and no one ever left anything because of that casting. Mm -hmm. But there has always been a little bit of controversy over it, that it was six white people. I mean, I remember when it was first come out, I I had a friend and she goes, you mean to tell me they live in New York city and they don't know any black people. (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> it's true. It's true. And that was a topic today on the show. Um, Marta Kaufman, the co-creator, had said she wishes she had been more uh more aware of that, more um inclusivity-minded, more equal, opportunity-minded. And then Aisha Taylor, uh, Tyler, Aisha Tyler, who played Dr. Wheeler, I think it was. Yeah,
1: she played Charlie Ross's girlfriend and season yes. nine and nine and ten, I believe it was.
3: Yes, nine and ten. So she came out, she was like, uh she knew. I, I do actually have to say she knew because mm-hmm. everybody was was making a real effort back in the day to bring in there. Were so many shows that I auditioned for or um things that and, and they were like, Well, we'd like you, but you know, so um I think everybody was making an effort back then. Mm-hmm. Maybe as friends went on, it was becoming more and more and more of a focus. And maybe when they were casting, you know, whatever, but I, I think. I think it was definitely an issue back then I mean Jason you've been in management for 10 years you know it's been an issue for you know a long time it's important to reflect it's important not to hire
0: people who reflect us it's important to fire hire people who reflect the community mm-hmm. that's you know they missed an opportunity that doesn't take away from the show and obviously it is you know it appeals to people who aren't just in that demographic I mean my two biggest friends fans are uh, Jackie Rodriguez and Vanessa yeah
1: are yeah. <laughs> right. sure, no Latinos on the show. <laughs> yeah. and I knew that too. When watching it growing, growing up, or whatever, you know, like on TV, it was on while my sister was watching, but also when I was binging it in the early two thousands, I was aware. I was aware that there was nobody there yeah. that reflected me or anything, you know. So um, I, I think it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't take away my love for the show, but I do wish that it could have showed some more diversity. Of course.
3: I do and, Emily, I
0: do. Marta, yeah. and we all learn from this and we all do mm-hmm. you know to, to paraphrase my Angela, you know, when you know better, do better.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And I think, and I think they probably will for sure. But I was actually proud of, um, and so I like to call them by their show names. I don't even mm-hmm. like to call Lisa Kudru. <laughs> like I like to call, but I think congratulations to Phoebe for kind of bringing that up. Cause it was a topic mm-hmm. a lot of people had talked about for a long time, but nobody from the show had actually addressed it. And so it's kind of nice to know that they were, in fact, aware of it. I think that was good of her to do.
1: Yeah, she owned up to it. She knew. She absolutely yeah.
3: did. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually met uh, Matthew Perry also. And um, okay, <laughs> Matthew Perry, first of all, um, if you like, which dude was your dude? Like, if you had to pick a guy, which would be I would there? pick Chandler. Okay, see, I would have too. I would have picked Chandler. you're
0: Monica. Huh? You're Monica.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so Who Chandler's my guy. This? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe Ross.
0: Really? I mean, I think I had a little crush on Ross. I have to admit. Yeah, he's,
3: I, I, everyone loved Ross for sure. Um, Chandler's my guy. Because, like, I remember when I was in college, people would be like, you oh, you don't date the best looking guys. The guys, and I think Chandler's, by the way, super good looking. So I'm not talking yeah. about that. But I love guys that can make me laugh, laugh. Wow. And I love his delivery. I think it's sexy. I think he's funny. Mm-hmm. And he's just like that. Again, I think he oh. was cast because he's just like Chandler. He was, for some reason, he was wearing shorts when we sat down. And I said something like, what, you're wearing shorts? He goes, and he was like, because I have a dancer's legs. Uh-huh. And he was like, this hall, I have a dancer's legs. And I was like, what? And it, like, he kept saying it. And it stuck with me. So now if somebody ever says something like, are you a shorts? I go, I always say, I have a dancer's legs. I don't yeah. know. Like, he was so funny and sexy. He reminds me yeah. of like a college, like a college frat boy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I mean,
0: you're kind of you have some Chandler because it's qualities. I think Dana because it, yeah. it's physical, yeah. and, you know, the way he displays himself. So that's that makes sense. I love yeah. it
2: so much. <laughs> well, they were saying too. I think Jackie might have brought it up in a, a previous episode that we were discussing that they the writers would use use him in the writers room so that they could help come up with jokes.
1: Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He would he would de- the way he delivers it, the sing song. You know, that was very Matthew Perry. But they also like wrote to him, you know?
3: Oh, so. that is so, I did not know that, but it really makes sense. I mean, he is that, and he's t- again, His you know, all of these. the reason that they're so successful is because a, we all felt like we knew someone that was kind of like them. Mm-hmm. They were so relatable and comfortable. You just felt comfortable when you were with them. You know, you didn't feel on edge. You didn't feel like nervous or, you know, it was such a feel good show. But also they were so talented at what they do. They could have done it for, like, they all could have really been on SNL. They all could have been characters. All of them mm-hmm. have, like, really fantastic comedic chops. Like, when you watch it, their timing is so impeccable. It makes mm-hmm. it, it just, it's flawless. I mean, what yeah. you,
0: I, I think it's surprising that they all stayed for the whole time, too. I mean, what do you think? Is it somebody didn't try to go off and try to have a movie career and, and leave the show?
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, 100% I agree with you You know uh, Mark McGrath used to be my co-host and he was the the lead singer of Sugar Ray right. and I remember when there were some rumors that Maroon 5 was going to split up and I go why would they split up you know they're doing so well and he goes fans, they just find something to fight about he said it mm-hmm. makes no sense you've got the I mean your like future is golden but yet somebody will find a way to screw up the most perfect thing in the world right Mm-hmm. it's the same thing you're I'm just so surprised that of all because they had to be getting not not big egos but you know suddenly mm-hmm. the entire world is paying attention to them overnight they're making tons of money the entire network is hanging their hat on that show they form an entire NBC like what was it Jason um must watch must tv I remember that they do, whole, they do a whole like like event around them every night and and hang their hat on them I mean it just would have taken one person to mess that mm-hmm. up, but they didn't. They stuck with it to their credit. Yeah. yeah. And and I think Chandler was going through some tough times during he did. that. You know, mm-hmm. you can kind of see his weight fluctuate up and down. And, and I he was kind of um open about that later, but he stuck with it. And and it it was so good. And I mean, they have to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars because they did in the long run, syndication mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, I, was-
2: I feel like yeah i feel like a lot of that too them sticking together was that they became such close friends because of the show they were nobodies and then they had each other to balance all this fame to talk about to talk with one another and how to handle everything and Mm -hmm. they became friends throughout that whole thing and they're still friends today all of them
3: you're absolutely Mm -hmm. right because look at sex in the city look at Mm -hmm. the infighting that was going on there and like the jealousy and whatever and and you could the media could have so made it courtney versus you know because When this show started, they really expected Courtney Cox to be like the one that Mm -hmm. was going to come out and be like the the star, star, star. So when Jennifer Aniston kind of came up, it was a little bit of a surprise. Not that Courtney Cox wasn't a shining star, because she was, Mm -hmm. but I mean, Jennifer Aniston became the it girl. So there was, I think there was a time when almost the media was trying to set up Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Cox, but they didn't bite. And they, Mm -hmm. matter of fact, became the best of friends. And it's just so refreshing to see that even in... Even when I was in in television, people w- almost want it to happen where you fight with the other females, and mm-hmm. it's it, you have to make a conscious effort to not let that happen. And they to did such a good it. job; mm-hmm. I'm so proud of them for that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think
2: I've seen a bad story where you know the media saying, "Oh, they're fighting, they're bickering." Like I don't think mm-hmm. I've ever seen that.
3: And they still have
0: fun. Fo- they still still talk about the show fondly. Where mm-hmm. you know, sometimes people don't want to like that, yes. i don't want to talk about it anymore i don't want to be have anything to do with it anymore
3: yeah that's so true and they they'll i think they've been very smart a lot of them with their social media too like do you remember when um courtney cox recently they were she was moving furniture and she was moving the couch to pivot pivot yeah. like, so they make these little fun like like um flashbacks to the show and they don't act like they're above talking about it they don't yeah. act like you know they they recognize it. They they know what they owe to the show, and they're respectful for it. I think the fans really like that.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. The creators have always said that it was lightning and bottle when they casted them, and it was it was it took a while for them to cast, but it's lightning and bottle. And I always think that is such. A good analogy because they are best friends it comes off on tv it's a legacy show and they still love each other so i think that's why it's lasted through so many years and so many different ages of people like i met a like a 12 year old girl the other day and she's wearing a friend's face mask and a friend's t-shirt and she's 12 <laughs> and she's watching it and i'm like okay you picture? Her her. no but i i know i should have but i didn't have my cell phone but um i told her about our podcast so if she's listening from yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So if you're listening yeah.
1: well, was
2: like naftali who we just interviewed he was a huge he's a huge friends fan he had a bar mitzvah with a virtual bar mitzvah with the theme oh. of friends and you know he said he's watched
3: it seven times already and yeah.
2: he's, he's way younger than any of us
3: yeah he's 13. who would have yeah. known? known back then i think also a mark of a great show is you cannot imagine anyone else in any one of those roles like you simply your brain refuses to even acknowledge it and you know Phoebe wasn't supposed to be Phoebe there was another girl I'm totally blanking on her name I I think it has her name is Ashley but um she was in it and they weren't like she was the only one they weren't sure about and so they finally pulled her out kind of at the last minute and put in Phoebe and then Phoebe when she got the job was really insecure for like I want to say like through the first one two even three seasons and I think it was mm-hmm. Joey that was like talking. He was like, you're doing it. What are you worried about? Mm-hmm. You're doing it. And then she kind of really found her way and hit the, like, hit the ground running. But um, it's fascinating to me that Phoebe wasn't almost, she almost wasn't Phoebe. Well, I think yeah. she's actually my favorite character.
2: Yeah. She's so good. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. You know, some uh, an article saying 15 actors you didn't know who almost started as friends and Jane Kurowski
3: Oh, yeah, Jane was, Krakowski was, uh, was almost Krakowski.
2: one. Yeah, Rachel Phoebe, Ellen DeGeneres, Phoebe, uh, Leah Romini, Monica, uh, John Cryer, Chandler,
1: Jane Oh, Lynch, no, no, Phoebe.
3: no. Like, it's so funny. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't you imagine...
1: imagine anybody else playing these. Yeah. I say
3: who was almost Phoebe in there.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, Kathy Griffin was almost Phoebe.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Elizabeth Berkeley almost Rachel. John Favreau, almost Chandler. Uh, and John
3: Favreau was in it later. Yes, like, yes, Monica's boyfriend. Yes, Nancy's Mc-
1: boyfriend, the millionaire.
2: Nancy McKeon, Monica. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh
1: my God. Hank
2: Azaria, Joey, Eric McCormick, and Ross. You know,
3: yeah, all these uh, people that all the end of these people. Mm-hmm. And look, I like all of them, but they're just not. They're just not. The cast. Yeah. yeah
0: when, you, when you watch it now, I, I I don't know if you. I have a kind of a nostalgic feel for the '90s you looking at the fashion and those things and oh. i th- i think it's you know it's not the best fashion era but
3: it, it, i still have <laughs> a little nostalgia for that being 20 something you know what, i gotta say here's the other thing i think that's fascinating about friends is um, I love Jennifer Aniston's clothing. And when I still watch it today, I still want to imitate some of those outfits. Like, yes. do you remember when she had the USA t shirt on? Yes. 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 I, I literally went and looked for a USA t shirt like that the other day because I saw the Friends episode that we were doing Friends with Friends. And I was like, I want that. And then she had like a white t shirt and like a black dress. You remember when she had like the, the white collar and the sweater? And then it kind of like, and but I, matter of fact, I got like an Alice and Olivia sweater because it reminded me of that. So, I think it's unbelievable that the fashion from that time yeah. can still translate to today. It's like, coming yeah. back. It holds yeah. up. Yeah, nineties,
1: yeah. 90s. 90s fashion.
3: Sure. And I remember everybody was watching because um, Monica and Jennifer Aniston. Um, Monica and and Rachel were wearing the tight 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 t-shirts and everybody was talking about their weight and how skinny they were and whatever and i remember really feeling sorry for them too because again everybody's looking at what they're eating what their weight is you know and i know that had to be and, and Jennifer mm-hmm. Anderson, her hair was always the thing and i remember she she when she did an interview for extra she mm-hmm. came in and she was really cute about it she wasn't but she came in and she was like no hair no we're not talking about the hair like <laughs> she really, at some point, no pun intended, had to get out from underneath the hair. Right. That's all anybody wanted to talk about.
0: So we have another little, uh, part of our friends with friends, uh, franchise going on where we have a friends with friends, watch parties on Saturday, the next two Saturday nights tonight at eight to 10, uh, Pacific time. If you're in Los Angeles, you can watch mm-hmm. channel five, but it's also a uh, live conversation streaming on Facebook, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, right?
3: Yes. And um, my personal favorite of, of these is Sam in his natural habitat. Because <laughs> I love Sam. You guys, my favorite stories that we do on KTLA are Sam in his hotel room, Sam, at the, you know, when he's at the Oscars getting ready, <laughs> Sam in his robe, Sam in his PJs. I love seeing Sam drinking his little – did you guys see him drinking his little juice out of the straw? <laughs> like the kids yeah. juiced. Like it was like Hawaiian Punch, Jackie, right? Or Capri Sun? yeah you know, yeah, and like, see yeah he had a whole pack of Hawaii <laughs> it is natural appetite and oh, by so the cool. way we're going to be eating shaky's pizza so he's already so happy he's been tweeting like texting me all about it because he's excited oh my goodness. potatoes and pizza he's excited about yeah. so it's, oh it's so fun
0: it really better. is friends with friends. It's friends, all all, uh, all mm-hmm. of us and some of our other colleagues sitting around watching, TV, watching friends and talking about it. So it's been a great thing. And you guys will be, Jackie, you and uh, Dana will be on tonight and next Saturday night?
3: Yes. Yes. Yay! Yes. And, and we'll can be can on
0: KTLA week. or KTLA's uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter pages, right?
3: Yes. We will not Facebook. be drinking Stella Rosa wine, though. Well... Okay.
0: <laughs> Hint, uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge.
3: I'm going to be drinking grape juice, Jason. Okay. Me too. It's just older. It's a little older than normal grape juice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Aged grape juice. It's
3: just, yeah. Uh-huh. There Permanent. you go. Okay. Right, I'm well, Dana, excited. It's, it's a really good time. I think everybody should join us. It yeah. is great.
0: So, Dana, thank you Bye. for regaling us with uh, tales of uh, yes. your friends' experience. Um, coming up on the next episode of Friends, we learn a lot about uh, Joey. We'll talk a lot about his car- character development in the one with the boobies. I hate, I hate saying that. It's good. Oh. It's so good. I love it. Thank you guys. It was so much fun.
1: Thank yes, thank you for for regaling us with the with the stories. I love these stories because I don't know if we'll ever. Or I am hoping. We'll be able to meet them in person, but... No, no Apparently,
3: you're right in tune with the universe right now. Yes. So yes. going to happen. Uh, whatever you say is happening, so i do lottery, i yes. do promotion, you- I would oh, do... Oh, you out the universe, it's happening. So just Yes, say-
1: I'm uh, going to yeah. find a boyfriend this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be <laughs> <give you> friends. <laughs> there you go, I
3: love it. Make sure you subscribe
2: on wherever you get your podcast and give us five stars and leave us a nice review.